Hello, hello. Welcome back. Woo! Welcome back to the Unclassified Podcast. I'm Allie. I am Logan. I'm Divine. Yes. What a name. Oh my God. <laughs> she was so sweet up there. Divine. That's my little name. Yeah, because you have you have two beautiful names. Oh, thank you. Did your parents ever explain to you why they picked those um, names? Well, Dejaya, my first name, my grandma picked it. My dad, his name is DeAndre, and they call him DJ, and she wanted it something. And she just, I don't know how she came up with that, but she did. That's really creative, <laughs> yeah. Um, for Divine, my cousin just opened a Bible and was like, yeah, name her that. So, oh. <laughs> and I it. like alliteration. So you've got Dejaya Divine. Yeah. And so that is, that's nice. But tell us a little bit about yourself. Um. I am 20 years old. I'll be 21 in October. Super excited. Um, I'm a senior. I'm entering my senior year in college. So at UNR. Exciting. Yeah. Kind of (laughs) scary. Yeah. Because like the next step is like real life. Right. Yeah. That's kind of scary. But I am excited to finally like have a degree and show that my stress and anxiety were not not for nothing. Yeah. Um, What else about me? I don't know. Oh, I think you're our, our youngest guest we've had so far. I know. I was like, I yeah. didn't think you were so young because she talks so sophisticated and yes. she has, oh, I feel you. like you'd be really good at ASMR. Mm, I really do. Yeah. She has that nice, cool tone voice. That late night jazz. Welcome to our channel. I've thought about it. I've thought about it. But I think I would you would do really good. The, I'd have to edit the videos and I can't stand to hear spit in people's mouths. <laughs> 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 Spit is a no for her. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, I mean, so you're about to graduate. What's your degree? (laughs) It's going to be in psychology, um, a bachelor's of science in psychology, and then my minor will be substance abuse. Mm -hmm. Be a substance abuse therapist. Okay, it's not even my main career goal though. (laughs) I actually, I actually have a friend that is kind of like on the same path, but he's kind of doing what you're doing, but also wants to take it to like a nonprofit where mm. he has a ranch and a lot of people do like with horses and animals and stuff like that. So I think it's really cool because yeah. I go to something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's definitely the thought. Um, I have way too, I have so many goals. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to say way mama. too many, but there's so many. Right. Um, my main goal was always to be an actor since I was like three. And so yeah, I've been, that is, has been my main goal, but it's not just for being famous or anything like that. It's more right. so because with fame comes an easier way to reach people. And True. what I really want to do is at some point build a performing arts school that gives people an easier way into the business and like Good auditions and stuff. Yeah. That's it's so hard nowadays to even get anybody to help you. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like... A lot of gatekeeping. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I'm like, why? I've had people be like, oh, hey, I'm at a point where, you know, I'm looking for representation. Mm-hmm. Could you help me? And they will flat out be like, mm, no. And they have representation. I'm not asking you to give me your agent. Yeah. I'm just right. asking for the tips and steps that I need to get there. Oh my gosh. There was I worked a convention a few weeks ago or maybe mm-hmm. months ago, whatever. But um I met this girl and she was telling me that she does all these things. Like she she's met Doja Cat or she's good friends with Doja Cat. She's Love helped her. her write this mm-hmm. and she does all these different kind of performing arts things. And I'm mm-hmm. that's my main thing is performing arts. 
Mm-hmm. And just to find out that she, one, was lying about everything she said. No. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. But I'm talking to her, and I'm like, well, how do you do these things? And she, you can tell she's trying to gatekeep whatever it is that she mm. was saying she does. And I'm like, what's the point of gatekeeping? I'm not asking you to, like, I'm not asking you to. I'm not asking for, for handouts. Life. Like, I'm not yeah. asking for handouts. Just show me the door. I'll walk through it myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, I'm like, I don't want your life. And even I, so, I, competition is competition. You'll never grow without competition. Yep. And if you're, your talent speaks for itself. So yeah. Yeah. you shouldn't be afraid. Even if you do give me your agent, you should be confident enough in your own talent to know that I'm not going to overstep on you because your talent should speak for itself. Exactly. Yeah. You're going to yeah. appeal to certain people. They're going to appeal to certain people. Right. And yeah. I believe that nobody looks the same unless you're an identical twin. Mm-hmm. But I believe that nobody looks the same. So somebody can look similar to you, but like your one feature that they need for this family role or yeah. this certain person mm-hmm. is the feature that they want. And that person who looks similar to you doesn't have that feature. Yeah. So guess right. what? That's your role and not theirs. I've had to reshape my thinking because um, when I started, I did photography modeling before I moved into the acting here mm-hmm. and learning to think of it as this is their person's artistic vision, you know, so they have envisioned a certain look just because I don't meet that look does not take away from my acting ability. Yes. Doesn't mean that I'm not talented yeah. or I'm not there yet. Right. For sure. But you be, uh, you come across so many people that are just like, yeah, um, they look at you as competition. I'm like, no, there's enough room at the table. for <laughs> Right. There's enough yeah. cake. Like, mm-hmm. Do you know how many movies, shows, people in movies, extras, main characters, all of it. Everybody needs all of it. So mm-hmm. there's right. plenty of room for all of it. So, you know, the, um, Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. So Brenda Song actually was like said that she was offended that she was not casted in there, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Does he not know my acting ability?" Blah blah this or blah blah that. And the producer Luke was like, "No, I'm very aware that you're a really good actor. It's mm-hmm. just you didn't fit the role that I needed." Mm-hmm. And I mean that shows right there that it's like. You can be the same race or ethnicity mm-hmm. and needing to look different. Yeah. Yeah. Every, everybody has their own vision. So you can't really be mad if somebody doesn't cast you because, like, right. she didn't fit I the mean, vision. you can be butthurt, right. but <laughs> <laughs> your feelings are valid. <laughs> yeah. You can be upset. It's, it's, yeah. yeah. It is a, an upsetting career right. field. Don't let it stop you. You have yeah. to, mm-hmm. one thing you really have to learn in entertainment is taking a note. Because you're going to yes. hear it more than you hear yes. <laughs> you guys hear that? Taking a no. Because they're a no so for many. nine months. <laughs> yep. Hear no all the time. You yeah. just got to keep putting it out there. Start, keep submitting. Right. Keep, and you know what? Um, A good point is I'm on a bunch of like pages and stuff on social media that are for people in the entertainment mm-hmm. everything, right? And... One of, like, the talent agents commented on somebody's post because she produced, created, wrote, and Mm. starred in a short film. And she was like, good for you. Oh, wow. You didn't let people say no to you because you created your own opportunity. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that is so genius. Like, 
you don't have any like if somebody's saying no to you mm-hmm. be like okay i'm still gonna do it anyways i'm gonna create my own opportunity i'm gonna submit it in all these festivals and i'm still gonna get seen you know what yeah. i mean yeah i just think that was such a great like thing that she's doing for herself mm-hmm. which was really nice to see and that people can recognize that she's making her way for herself and not letting anybody stop her. I think the Wayne brothers did the same thing. Like they just started creating their own stuff because they're like, I'm not going to wait for the phone to ring. I'll be waiting forever. Right. That is something I learned this summer. Um, I think that was the biggest lesson I've learned this summer is that I am in my own way. Mm. I have to Mm -hmm. create my own doors. Mm -hmm. If there's not one for me to already walk through. Create your own doors. So like I, in doing so and learning that, um, I went to three music festivals uh, just recently, I went to Dan Vegas, UBC, and um, Life is Beautiful. So oh, you went to big ones, yeah. Those were my first concerts. Life is Beautiful was my Her first concerts concert. were the biggest ones. Yes, you just <laughs> dove right into the deep end. <laughs> she didn't go to anything like uh, the little box theaters. She was mm. like, I'm just going to go to the biggest yeah. ones. This <laughs> is all of my favorite artists were playing at one or the other. Mm-hmm. So it was cool. Right. Um, but at Dan Vegas, I don't, I don't know what... First off, I got that ticket for free. Love. That was great. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, that yeah. helps a lot. <laughs> and then I was like, you know, I have to have myself in the light. Like, if you mm-hmm. if you want to be seen, you have to build a presence for yourself. True. I grew up being bullied, and so I always tried to make myself the smallest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm trying to work on being the biggest person in the room, um, I actually got took backstage after Sizz's concert because Tyler the Creator came on and I really had to pee and I, he was not playing the songs that I went to listen to but I was in the front mm-hmm. and I didn't want to walk through people so I was like hey security guard let me over the gate <laughs> hey security guard <laughs> can you move <laughs> they lift you over the gate if you can't get out the other way and so I just asked him to lift me over the gate and I went over to ask them now where do I go how do I get out of here so I can go pee and they were like oh you're with Tyler the Creator's entourage, and they took me backstage to pee. <laughs> oh, like okay. They just assumed. <laughs> they just assumed. He even looked at my nice. wristband, and I don't know why he thought my wrist because the wristbands were different. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, "Yeah, you can go back there." So that felt really cool because it was just one of the many instances that happened this summer that let me feel like I can be somebody important, and I carry myself well enough to be somebody important, mm-hmm. and I have to make myself important so I started my podcast I started being more consistent on TikTok and stuff just to create my own door and it's actually working pretty well good for you so what what is your TikTok so people can check it out Dejaya Divine okay Uh, so your name yeah branding J-I-A-H is how you spell Dejaya and Divine is a word so hopefully Mm -hmm. people so if you don't know how to spell it um, I don't know what to tell you (laughs) yeah it's when people are spelling I give Divine out going to restaurants and stuff to be like just so people are confused on how to say or spell my name and Mm -hmm. still somehow it doesn't work yeah (laughs) they're either spelling it with an e and the the person will spell it with an e and then the person reading the name will go devine or have you ever gotten devin (laughs) yeah (laughs) (laughs) i could see that craziest mix-up with my first name was at a doctor's office and this lady read my name on her computer as delilah 
what? (laughs) Some of those letters aren't even in the name. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how she got there, but. I've had that happen to me um, when I was in the military and they looked at my last name, which is Borja, and they're like, oh, DiGiorno or DiGiornia. And I'm just like, what? Okay. That doesn't even look the same. I'm like, how are you guys? You're just adding letters into people's names at this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with my husband's last name, people are like, I don't even know how to pronounce that. I'm not gonna try, Roberto. Mm. I, I remember actually being in school and the PE teacher going through and saying everyone's name to check in, and then you get to me and you just look. Check and continue on with it. I'm just like, wow, okay, not even going to try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I decided that people were just either dyslexic or trying too hard because yeah. when I would get substitutes who would read my name perfectly fine, yeah, I'm like, okay, so at this point, you guys just aren't reading because <laughs> my name is spelled how it sounds. At this point, life. something's wrong with you. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like, how hard is it to ask? Just like ask, you know? Like, yeah. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce this. My last name is just Cobb, so I'm pretty sure. You could you just, just say be Cobb. like, Cobb, mm-hmm. how do I say your first name? That's great for me. I'm yes. not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, for me, everyone assumes that I'm a boy because my name's Logan. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many deployments that I went on that I was put in the male dorms. And the second they see me, their jaw drops. And they're like, so we're going to have to stop at housing before we go to your room because we got to change that, like, now. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, you thought I was a boy. And they're like, I don't want to say yes, but yes. <laughs> is, there not, is there not a... Like your gender? Like your gender's not on there? Oh, they tried to say that in my paperwork it says I'm male, which, which that's is not clearly true. not true. Mm-mm. I was like, um, so why does everybody else not have an issue with knowing who I'm male or not? Yeah. Because they're probably doing that um, all masculinity thing. Oh, this is probably some a man who thinks he's a woman. And puts you in the men's room anyways. <laughs> I know it's funny when I tell people, like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this with Logan. And they're like, oh, uh, who is he? And I'm like, it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. My husband calls me Elizabeth. So his family knows that I'm a girl. Oh, my god! At the beginning. Because he's like, to be fair. <laughs> I mean, as I've always heard of men being named Logan, but all the Logans I've ever met were women. Really? <laughs> yeah. That's so rare. I've met one other female Logan. You're the only Logan female that I've met. Yeah. I get a lot of, oh my god, that's my son's or my nephew's or my brother's name. I was like, cool. Or I know a Logan, but they're a boy. <laughs> mm. Cool. <laughs> Why is that relevant? <laughs> so you got to go backstage. You're talking about building your own presence and everything. What projects have you worked on here? Because it was like with the whole acting, like I know you're pursuing that. Yeah. My very first um, project in my whole life was the the Carrie Underwood commercial, the Sunday night. I was on that one too, yeah. Yeah, I was, it was like a kid in a candy store. I was so ecstatic just to mm-hmm. be there. <laughs> was like, what if this is fake? What if it's not real? I was having so many feelings at one time. Mm-hmm. And although just being an extra, it's a blur, whatever, but mm-hmm. I'm on a set. So that was open to me. And then I networked and met a lot of different people. Same as, um, and then the second one I was in was the one that we were just in. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that for? Expedia? Yeah. Okay. That was, that was great too, because now it's even more exposure than that one was. 
And it was just like, and people at um, Sunday Night Football were telling me, oh, this is your first gig. That's pretty good for it to be your first one. Yeah. So I'm just like, wow, this is great. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, that's all I've gotten so far. So I'm just trying to continue to do whatever it was that I was doing to get those ones. Um, and what is it that you were doing? I just, I have, I had a um, account on Casting Networks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's a really great So I was like confused when um, it was, I think it's pronounced Idol, Idel, yeah, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and they emailed me for the Sunday night thing and they were like, oh, we found your information on casting networks. And I'm like, cool. Yeah, they do that a lot because they're looking specifically for locals. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I just decided to, um, I sent all my information over to them, which was how I got the second gig. And then I also decided to finally pay for casting networks. Mm-hmm. So I'm just filling out whatever I fit the description of, even some things that I don't fit because sometimes... Um, they think they have a vision. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. they're like you know what, actually, this might work better than the vision I had. And you know what, I think that's so valid because on a set that I was on, Mm -hmm. they told me that there was a girl that was a redhead and they're like, we thought she was going to be blonde. And then we saw her audition and we were like, nope, she's a redhead. (laughs) And we envisioned you this or we envisioned you this and we were like totally opposite of what Mm -hmm. they thought. I was like, oh, okay, well, that worked out great for me, but mm-hmm. <laughs> if they would have just went with, like, their gut and casting something else, I wouldn't have been on that side, which is really nice. Yeah, I'm just trying to, like, meet the right people, find the right doors. Um, it's so hard. It's really hard. We're all struggling together. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> We're all struggling together. But, you know, a lot of people who made it, like, you know who Sydney Sweeney is? Mm. She did not have a cakewalk getting to where she was. She said she had multiple casting directors tell her that she is not going to be on a series regular show. She would never be casted as something. And she had to work to where she got. Yeah. Like, she worked her ass off. And, like, when she finally got her Emmy nomination, she was, like, sobbing. Because, Mm. like, she was so happy that she'd finally gotten there. Yeah. I'm just, like, finding whatever it is. So meeting people, applying for this, applying for that, um, trying to stay consistent on TikToks. I blow up there, then I can possibly get an yeah. offer somewhere else. I've or... seen people go from TikTok to being in films. Yeah. You know, I actually have somebody that used to be my former acting class. She has, like, 600,000 followers on TikTok, and she moved out to LA and she's thriving out there. Wow. Yeah. I plan on doing it in Atlanta just cause, um, it'll be a little less competition because it's in LA. It's like everybody thinks LA. And you LA. know what? Um, a lot of the casting out there is more racially fit for you cause they yeah. have a lot of black casting out there. The demographic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the plan was to go to grad school at Clark and Tyler the Wow. <laughs> Tyler Perry Studios are right yeah. around the corner. Yep. And he uses their students in their acting classes for extras often. Good for oh. you. Like, and even if go. Like, he and doesn't don't be afraid. Me, I'm going to knock on his door. <laughs> oh, yeah. And don't be afraid to go on Actors Access because mm-hmm. okay. they cast a lot. In Georgia. In okay. Georgia. Like, you can actually pick the, the Southeast and, like, you'll see all the... And most of them are Georgia. Or Georgia. Yeah. I've just, I don't know. I've been doing, I've been doing this all really on my own, just trying to figure it out because, like, I don't have 
the money for the acting classes or mm-hmm. my parents didn't have it when I was growing up. Yeah. And my acting knowledge consists of middle school and college theater. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah. And just I guess wrong well, talent. That's where a, so lo- well, <laughs> a lot of people that are big, they went to college or conservatories and that's where they learned to act. They didn't pay like for a special acting teacher and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people yeah. on CW went to big prestigious schools. Yeah. I or just, for like acting, like they went to Yeah, they went school. to like NYU, mm-hmm. Carnegie Mellon, stuff like that. And I mean, that, you don't have to go to like a big one because there are some that never went to acting classes. They're like, oh, you guys went to NYU and Carnegie Mellon and I'm here too. Yeah, yeah. like Will Smith didn't do he didn't even want to be an actor. They just threw really, him yeah. yeah. I, I did not know that. about his story, and they just threw him in the Fresh Prince because he was funny. Like he had never acted before. Oh, interesting. Yeah. No, and also, um, like with Actors Access, I know you're saying that it's hard. Like you're trying to figure it out, and that's one of the reasons why we started the podcast so that we can share give, our experiences yeah. and like stuff that's worked for us. What hasn't? Yes. Because like we would love a mentor. We're actually just talking about this. Um, the, the other day, because we're, we're taking a class online to where um, we're learning how to pitch a television series to people. Mm-hmm. And yeah. one of the things they're like, hey, do you have a mentor? And the, the teacher left the class for a second. And then the and classmates are like, does anyone have one? We're like, uh, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It'd be nice to have one. Right. And then somebody was saying like, um, for their podcasting, she's like, I did have a mentor for that. And that was like the only mentor I've ever had, which was yeah. so nice. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, I wish I could have one for TV. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so that's what one of our outlets for making this is just so um, we don't really see ourselves as mentors. We're just kind of like blind leading the blind. But if any little piece that we can put out there to help. Yeah. Like that is my whole thing. I'm like, I want to help everybody. That's mm-hmm. the whole goal is to help everybody. I don't want to gatekeep shit. Like, I just want to be like, hey, this is. This, this is how, how I, I did, did it. it. So, you know, yeah. if it's working for me, it's hard for it. you. <laughs> Please try. <laughs> yeah, because you never know what will get your foot in the door. Exactly. And yeah. I just also believe in being nice and kind to everyone and helping everyone out because you never know one day you might need that person. Like, one day in the far future, one of you guys might be the whole deciding factor whether or not I get a role or anything. Mm-hmm. So... I'll be like, have mm, we know her, we know how yeah. motivated she is, and yeah. I think we can make it work. Plus, like, we're making our own content. Like, we've started making our own sizzle reels and putting together our own um, ideas for television shows, movies that we're going to start pitching. And so for our next project, like, for real, like, definitely send us, uh, like, do you have an acting clip or anything? Or That is my biggest problem right now. So, hold on. Yeah. I've seen several casting directors, they say... If you don't have an acting reel, they say to record a monologue mm-hmm. and use that. They said yeah. if you don't have, they like if you don't have it, you don't have it, you know. Right. So that's like next best thing that you can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking that because I'm like, I don't know what to do. The last um, production I was in was the first production since middle school, like the first play. And build up a resume, anything you've ever been in, no matter if yeah. it's middle school, elementary school, high school, put it all on there because you were in it. Yeah. yeah. So I did, Um, the most recent one was last year and it was a brand new play and it was about, um, Yoruban culture and so I got to play mm. a goddess the goddess Yamaya oh yeah you were telling so me about beautiful. this yeah. <laughs> so fun um, but the unfortunate part about it was because it was new the director didn't give us she did not give us um, IMDB credit 
Or no, she didn't give us the the clips. Yeah, we weren't oh. allowed to record it. There you go. Sorry, I don't know why I couldn't think. No, you're okay. <laughs> but we, we weren't allowed to record it. So I'm hoping that whatever play we do this semester or this year, um, we can record and we have the rights to record because I do want um, theater acting to me is a bit difficult when it, it is more different. difficult. It's different than. Yeah camera acting yes and i different. try to do both at the same time on a stage which is really hard but it's the only way that i won't look like i'm acting mm-hmm. so i have to sit and try and do both when i'm on the stage and i feel like that is something really well yeah when you're on the stage i feel like you have to be really big and mm-hmm. really extra oh yeah and when you're on camera, you have to look like you're not. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. the exact opposites of each other. Yeah, because yeah. in theater, like, you're having to act to the person in the very back. Like, that's how far your yeah. acting has to reach, your body movements, your yes. voice and everything. And then yes. on the camera, they're like, okay, just, you're, you're acting. Stand right here and don't move so yeah. much. Exactly. The best part about theater acting, though, like, the best skill you learn is um, you don't get to mess up. So, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. One you take. Don't get <laughs> you don't get a shot. <laughs> so I you can't that, stop and say, "Oh, can we redo that?" <laughs> so I feel like that is definitely a talent that directors would um, appreciate. Yeah. Because then you don't That's have to point. do so many takes. Mm-hmm. We're maybe one or two and done. A lot of actors make their start in theater, mm-hmm. yeah. which is really nice. Um, I've seen a lot of like. There's new TV shows coming out where they casted people that were on Broadway for a while. And Broadway is such a great start to Mm -hmm. getting your next one. And I'm not saying that Broadway is easy. Broadway is hard for damn sure. And it's hard to get on Broadway too. But it's just an easier way for you to get on screen if that's what your goal is. And you don't even have to be on Broadway. You can be off Broadway. You can be non-union mm-hmm. you can be AEA and still not be on Broadway you know yeah I actually had a friend here locally um she did uh what was it was it something in the hood Broadway, Broadway in the hood Broadway oh, in the hood yeah, yeah. and then after that she's had a couple roles where she's gotten to work with A-list actors like, yeah like it's so a, a scene with them exactly mm-hmm. any type of like on stage or on camera you can get non-union student film um or even just like a neighborhoodly type of play is great experience for you Mm -hmm. and great to show other people what you can do because you never know who's gonna know who yep right and and then even like we said uh film your own monologue you can Film your own content. I mean, you already have a TikTok. You just get a couple yeah. friends together, make a scene, reenact a scene. Yeah. Or something. I, um, That's what a lot of people do. Yeah. I just end up doing a lot of it on my own because I can never find anybody to do it for me. Like, so my headshots I take by myself. Um, now you know a photographer. Photo yep. shoots I take Y'all. by myself. <laughs> like, it's... But I understand being on that budget. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. So I have a friend that I've been going... I played basketball with her for um, since we were in high school. Mm-hmm. And she's a really good friend. She's a really great photographer. Um, and I'll get free photo shoots out of her when it's like she wants to do them and this mm-hmm. is her idea. Yeah. But then... You know, it was like $90 for me to get my um, headshots and stuff taken, and I needed to save money for rent, so I just took mm-hmm. my own headshots. Yeah. It's really hard. It really is. Um, a lot of places want you to be in acting classes, 
but sometimes it's just so hard to find a free one mm-hmm. because not a lot offers it, which is really yeah. hard. Yeah. Um, I guess the best advice I would give to somebody who can't afford one is to try and look for somebody who would do it for you super discounted or watch movies, watch TV shows, pick up things, practice yourself, practice with, mm-hmm. your, yeah, practice with your friends. Start doing local theater, and that will give you experience, and you'll learn from other people. Because you see a lot of people that get picked up off the street who have mm-hmm. never acted before mm-hmm. that are in TV shows and movies. And they're mm-hmm. like, yeah, they casted me off the street. I had no idea. I thought they were a scam, honestly. <laughs> you know? Yeah, that was, that's what I was thinking with these commercials. I was like, what if I get kidnapped? I don't even know. <laughs> right. And I, I have researched late, lately some casting agencies, and... Two out of the handful that I've looked at specifically said, we are looking for real looking people. We cast off the street sometimes. And so I was like, yes. Share that to our followers. Yeah. Oh, the the different. Uh, yeah. I have to look them up on my phone. Okay. So we'll <laughs> yeah. put them on later. Yes. <laughs> and, um, but they're also saying that they don't take, yeah, they don't take people. That's fine. <laughs> they don't take people um, reaching out to them. So mm. you have to look and follow them on like Instagram or Facebook to know when their casting calls right. are because they'll have open casting calls that I've seen. So definitely I'll have to look at my phone for that and give it out to everybody. Yeah, I'm, I do. I'm just I do them in school. So like for electives, I'll take acting classes or I go and um, audition for the plays after school because it's just, I feel like that's what I can do for free. The government pays for my mm-hmm. school. So. And your school's in Reno? Yeah. Okay. Um, so since the government pays, you know, they're paying for my acting classes now. <laughs> and That's I another thing. Go to college if you can. If that's more feasible for you than acting classes. Yeah, you can go to a lo- local one. Like, what is it? For here, you got UNLV. You've got a few. CSN. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. do you have to be, like, a full-time student to take their classes, or can you just kind of, like, a la carte? Uh, I, think, I think you can a la carte. Yeah. For, especially for, like, community colleges, you can a la carte. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Start taking the acting classes there. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Or, like, you know, if like you said, if the government pays for yours, or if you get, you know, FAFSA, stuff mm-hmm. like that, that only pays for a certain amount, only go for those classes is right. what I would recommend. <laughs> yeah. And my, my little brother... Um, is a character and I love him so much <laughs> so like sometimes we just do things together just for fun and it's like practice for me yeah um if I'm acting with him and I just oh another idea um especially since you're starting to network um like so now you know us uh when you find other actors and stuff ask like if you could help read with them for an audition because that in itself is an acting self-tape gets you that experience and to see how it is because you'll start doing more self-tapes auditions Mm -hmm. the more you submit yes yeah because that's how I started out here I was helping an actor do reading like several times a month and then I was like oh I can do this yeah oh yeah 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 reading is fun um I'm so I'm a nostalgic type of person, and so I keep all my scripts. <laughs> and I have my first lead role was Gingy in Shrek Junior. <laughs> so cute. And so I still have that script, and that was all the way in eighth grade. It was I think I, I'm younger than everyone, so I think I was like ten. <laughs> 
or 11, something like that. So what would you say um, is some good advice that you'd put out there for everybody to kind of like help wrap us up today? Oh, and um, go ahead and mention your podcast yes. too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, my podcast is called Inside the Mind of Divine, and you can find that on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I do um, every Monday, Wednesday, Friday at noon, and my first episode in a few weeks will be posted tomorrow. Yay! Sweet loot. Um, but as far as advice, I just want everybody to know that you're on your own time. Keep going. There's no rush. You don't have to compete with anybody. You, the only person in your way is yourself. So mm -hmm. as long as you continue to stand in your way, nothing will get done. Your dreams will come true when you make them true. Exactly. Nice. I feel that way too. Thank you so much for coming out here and being on our podcast. Yes. And Great conversation. Yeah. So easy to talk to. Like the, the yes. time just flew by. <laughs> I know. I was like, holy crap. Like, oh, We've man, been like 30 minutes already. <laughs> And for sure, um, if you have anything new, anything exciting that comes out, hit us up. I mean, definitely stay in kind of just because this is done doesn't oh, mean no. you can't reach out. You know, <laughs> oh, no. yeah. I definitely want to do this again for my yes. show and all. <laughs> yes. Yes. And so for our listeners, all like handful of you, thank you so much. <laughs> we, right? reached, we reached actually over 100 listens on our first episode. Yeah, finally. Yay. Yay for us. And so thank you guys. If you guys have any advice or any questions for Dejaya, please reach out to us. And thank you for listening. This is the Unclassified Podcast. And we'll talk to you later. See you. Bye. Bye. bye.